Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Tuesday afternoon, everyone. Tyler here with you for today's VRA Investing Podcast. And we started off the day with a bang as Q2 earnings season really kicked into high gear today as we had the first round of big banking names on the day. JP Morgan kicked off the day for us, beating Wall Street expectations. However, down significantly from the same time period last year as one of the big factors here was that they had to set aside $10.4 billion to cover potential losses on unpaid loans due to coronavirus complications, whether that be business, housing, or other loans. Jamie Dimon's comments were, were pretty interesting, and they were mixed, saying this is not a normal recession. And it went on to say the recessionary part of this you're going to see down the road. I thought that was a pretty interesting comment there. Still, Chase posted a profit for the quarter, although, again, down significantly from the same period last year. Revenue beat expectations as well. And some of these names were down earlier in the day. J.P. Morgan able to finish up just over half a percent on the day. The other bank outlooks, though, were not good either. Wells Fargo reported its first quarterly loss in more than a decade today. Its stock was down over 4.5% on the day. Citigroup also saw their second quarter profits decrease by 73%. Citigroup down almost 4% on the day today after the news. But both banks joined J.P. Morgan Chase in setting aside billions of dollars to cover potential losses on unpaid loans. Overall, though, the guidance and the commentary from the banks were not enough for the, to take the market lower. Really, giving the market every opportunity, seeing cracks today in this, we could have seen a, a big sell-off, and that's just not what we got at all today. Just couldn't take this market lower. Banking stocks, like we've seen with energy, especially the way that energy was beat up earlier in the year, these stocks haven't really made the big moves for our market that they've made in the past, especially now the shift to um, uh, financial tech. Some of these names aren't in things like the banking index, the BKX, which was down over 1.5% a day today. But again, not enough to even really make a dent in our major indexes, which all closed higher on the day. And we'll see if that trend continues as earnings continue in full force to end this week. Tomorrow, we have Goldman Sachs, PNC, United Health. And then later this week, we have Morgan Stanley, Netflix, Domino's, Charles Schwab, and many, many more to come. So it's going to be an exciting end to the week here. We'll certainly be reporting on it here. We'd love to have you with us. You can join at VRAinsider.com and click our podcast link at the top to check it out. Our markets, though, did open week after the bank earnings reports this morning and looked like it could have gotten worse, but they couldn't be kept down for long as the Dow led the way higher today, up over 2% and finishing at its highs of the day, or right just off of them, over 550-point rally today for the Dow to 26,642. We were followed there by the Russell 2000, also at its highs of the day, up 1.76% to 1,428. We were followed there by the S&P 500, up 1.34% to 3,197. Something I do want to point out here, though, for all of those three major indexes, we have not been able to get back to their highs of June 8th. The NASDAQ is well above that, on its way to new all-time highs, down slightly from that right now. Um, 
But still, it's going to be an important level for the breakthrough there, those recent highs. Uh, the NASDAQ on the day was our biggest in the red, in the red almost all day today. But before the close, we got a nice rally up, finishing up almost a full percent on the day, 0.94% to 10,488 there for the NASDAQ. And it does, like I said, it remains our leader, but the signs of froth in the NASDAQ are certainly there. The NASDAQ 100, QQ, which is the QQQ, has pushed more than 20% above its 200-day moving average. That's the most extreme spread for the index since its highs of 2000 in the dot-com bubble era. But, and this is important, this is an important but, this bubble-like move higher in the NASDAQ can absolutely continue from here. Consider this. The 5 and 10-year gains of the NASDAQ right now sit at 111% and 380%. But, during the 1990s tech bubble, the 5 and 10-year gains hit 440% and 800%. Those are huge numbers, even from where we are right now. So, we certainly can continue higher, and we got some confirmation, just a little bit of that from the internals on the day today. So let's take a look at how we ended there. We started out very similar to our, our major indexes, negative numbers, mixed and negative across the board, um, but we finished positive across the board on the day. Advances, beating out declines, just over one and a half to one positive on the day. New highs to new lows, although lighter numbers here, Still coming back pretty strong, two to one positive on the day, but it wasn't that, you know, 200 plus stocks hitting new 52 week highs. We just got 75 hitting new 52 week highs to just 44 hitting new 52 week lows on the day. And lastly here, volume came in well over two to one positive today on both the NYSE and the NASDAQ. Looking at our sectors on the day, very similar story here. Started out with more sectors in the red, finished with all 11 S&P 500 sectors positive on the day-to-day. -day. Energy led the way up 3.6%. We were followed there by materials, industrials, and healthcare. Our laggards on the day, if you want to call them that, I mean, consumer discretionary still finished up six-tenths of 1%. Financials up seven-tenths of 1%. Real estate up almost a full percent. And a, a pretty big mover here, HGX, the, the, um, the housing market um, index, is now back above its 200-day moving average. It's been flirting with that 200-day moving average line Uh for the last few sessions. So we'll see if that is able to hold there as well. Um, and finally for today, our VRA commodity watch. Gold, roughly flat on the day, down just 0.09% now to 1,812 an ounce. But we saw another sign of bullishness in this group today. One we've talked about here often, and that is that the miners are performing well again today. During bull markets for the precious metals groups, you want to see the miners outperform the metals themselves. And we saw that, certainly saw that today. Despite gold being down, GDX, the mining ETF, was up a nice 3.74% on the day. Silver, down, down a little more on the day, now down 0.74% to $19.64 an ounce, which is still a strong number there for silver. That is it right at its highest levels of the last year. Copper, it's been on absolute tear lately, but took a little bit of a breather today as well. And again, though, like silver, not to take away 
from the absolute run that it has been on at its highest levels since April of last year, despite being down 0.59% today, now at $2.93 a pound. And oil was our one commodity that did or is now higher on the day, up just an under half a percent now to $40.29 a barrel. And lastly, Bitcoin higher on the day now, up 0.37% to 9280 a Bitcoin. Folks, that is all that we have time for here today. Please be sure to subscribe to receive our VRA podcast every day at the market close. You can sign up at VRAinsider.com. Click the podcast link at the top. We'd love to have you with us. Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time, we'll see you back here tomorrow for the close.